This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, this is Drink of Ages radio show. I am John Denman, your host tonight. DJ Muskrush, the producer. We're sitting here at Drink of Ages Pub drinking some under-the-radar mid-frequency IPA and enjoying some of that during this recording or this show of Drink of Ages. I uh, hope everybody is having a great night out there, being safe, drinking nothing but the good beer. And this episode of Drink of Ages is brought to you by St. Arbor Brewing Company's Christmas L. I mean, it is that time of year, and this is one of their, their very first release they ever had, and they're still making it, and it still is pretty damn tasty. So tasty get out beer. there and pick yeah. up some... St. Arnold Brewing Company Christmas L and man, yeah, enjoy the holiday season. Our guest tonight, speaking of mid frequency IPA, from under the radar, we have Ned Mike hanging out. How you guys doing? Hey, what's up? Uh, man, I matter if you're asking me, I'm doing really well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, That's it's, good. It's, That's it's, good. Finally, finally get some weather out there where you almost want to build a fire in the fireplace or at least sit around a fire. I mean, you know, it's it's That's true. It's uh Sweater weather, for sure. Yeah, it's, I love this time of year in Houston. I still haven't put pants on yet, and I'm going <laughs> to go as long as I can without putting pants on. But uh, You know it's I, a party when you're not wearing pants. You yes, know, <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's, well, I, I'm, uh, okay, I'll say this. So I'm pretty happy to say that in the last two years now, I've only worn pants snowboarding into a wedding and a funeral. So... There you go. Not bad. Not right. bad. Are you right. from here? Yes. Originally. Yeah, yeah. Originally from Houston. So you don't have any like northern blood in you, and you're just no, no. But wow. I mean, it's your legs. I mean, they really get cold. I'm not walking around flip flops. <laughs> yeah. So and I, I always sport my little white socks or whatever. So you know, it's just my calves, and and I don't know. If, I know it's radio, but you know, I've got my big muscular calves that help keep. <laughs> they are pretty sexy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, keep everything warm, but. No, you know, between nice little hoodie, you know, every once in a while I'll throw a beanie on, get through a lot of this Houston right. weather. I grew up in North Dakota. We had a lot of that up there. And our football coach in high school, was, his shtick was um, he wore shorts all year round for the football games. Wow. It's fine Dakota. in August. North, in North Dakota's Dakota. a little different. Yeah. So we'd be playing in December football, and he'd be out there, and he would have four layers of shorts on. I mean, it's 20 below. We're playing football. He's got four layers of shorts on. He's got... Five socks pulled up. There's about a two-inch stripe where his knee goes. <laughs> it almost seems to thing, you know? like, defeat the purpose. Uh, it's like, yeah. well, until we lose or whatever. Yeah, yeah it was one do. of those, yeah. Uh, the, but, man, I'm that guy wear was shorts. tough as nails. I remember before I was in the brewing business, I was in the oil business traveling back and forth to Canada. And my whole temperature scale got all sorts of uh, messed up. Oh, Recalibrated. Bad. What? Recalibrated. Recalibrated every time I flew from Houston to Calgary and then Calgary north to way north to Through the tundra to the tundra area yes. that was minus 40 degrees <laughs> yeah man I had some friends and they decided they're going to drive from Houston all the way to Alaska and when what? yeah and they, they made it but they made they, it <laughs> they actually made it but um 
The, when they got back, we were hanging out, drinking some beer, and it's like, man, was there ever a point that you were kind of worrying about you know, driving that far through Canada? They're like, yeah, absolutely. We were going through the tundra. There's nothing. There's no <laughs> gas stations, and they had a bunch of extracurriculars with them. And so about halfway through, they're like, I hope we make it. And, you know, just <laughs> thought they were going to run out of gas, but you know, they made it. They drove all the way to Alaska, spent wow. three weeks, and drove back. Oh, that's awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but that's you know, talk about cold weather. I mean, that's just that's that's. There's a reason why people don't live there, right? Yeah, it, I mean, I went up there for work, so I had to be there because of the Exxon Mobil told me to go. I miss that cold <laughs> weather though. I'm not gonna lie, I like some of that cold stuff. The it's, real harsh cold. Yeah. But let me tell you, when I came back from yeah, that in the no. winter time, I certainly wasn't wearing any pants for a long time. I oh, was no. just like, this this is nothing in Houston. Winters are like. Yay, summertime again. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, those two days, they were really cold, but now we're back to 70. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's funny how temperature makes such a difference in things, you know, just a little tweak of a temperature. And as a horrible segue, beer is the same way. People are always, oh, what yeast did you use? What hops did you use? What blah, 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 blah. I can tell you that all day long, but it's, man, your temperatures. Temperatures play a... Maintain yeah. the temperature. You know, to all the homebrewers out there, if you guys are kind of new starting it or whatever, our very first batch we ever made was god-awful because we our homebrew batch was, we were off on the temperature fermentation. Everyone's like, oh, I mean, we looked like we were cooking meth in the house. I mean, <laughs> sterilize this, walking around, not touching anything. Like, we were pretending we were surgeons, basically, of right, course. eight years yes. ago. And uh, got it all put up, put the stopcock in the... Fermenter shoved it in my closet, left it for three weeks, went out of town, didn't realize it got up to be 80-some degrees in the house. So that beer was full of fusel alcohols and tasted pretty good, but ridiculous hangover. Yeah, After massive, that, hangover. Yeah. massive hangover. After that, Mike oh broke out his uh, engineering. I rebroke up my chemistry books, and we got serious about temperature. So Temperature, I mean, there's, there's certain things in uh, home brewing, especially. Sanitization is, of course gigantic and that's one of the things that the same thing is whenever i was brewing a lot of beer at home i was sitting there constantly like making sure everything was sterilized and had my star sand spraying everything oh, yeah. and all this was nice and clean paying attention animals stay out of my kitchen you know while i'm yeah. doing this and then i realized like after i don't know how many batches that the as my wart was cooling down after i shut it off the stove that the ac was blowing directly <laughs> into the pot and ah. it's like, all right, that's something I should have paid Whoops. attention to. You know, that's that's bad. I've never, you know, ended up with any type of weird stuff, or maybe that was just the flavor of my beer. Yeah, <laughs> could be. You know, yeah. most of the time the yeast, uh, you're pitching so much more yeast than those small little dust particle contaminants that maybe go right through. Maybe contaminates. You're pitching. It's a con it's a a competitive environment. So the the yeast are are always going to outwin because you're intentionally pitching way more of those than trying to infect yeah. with the, the bad stuff. Yeah, yeast grows slow, but, man, if you put a bazillion of them in there. Well, that's, that's where uh, you know, it was, it was cool because all of a sudden now, back, back in the day, you know, when the packets came out and little slot packs and then yeah. the vials and oh, all yeah. that, you're like, oh, there's 50 billion yeast cells in this thing. Sure. Well, then, you know, kind of the same thing is, is it was once I was, you know, I'm going to figure this brewing stuff out. I want to learn more about what exactly is going on. And sure. then it's like, okay, well, I really should be pitching two of these <laughs> in every five-gallon right? batch, not just one. Well, especially if you're doing a high-gravity beer. You know, high-gravity beers require more of those uh, 
yeast cells to eat up all that sugar and produce the alcohol that you want for a high-gravity beer. Yeah, unfortunately, ours are considered pretty high-gravity. We, uh, we don't get cheap on the grain bill. We, we throw a lot of grain in there, which means we have to pitch ours pretty heavy to get them to go. And uh, if you follow all of the guidelines from uh, Y-Yeast and White Labs, uh, technically, even mid-frequency, I shouldn't be repitching that yeast because it's a 7.1% alcohol by volume. And they say, well, you know, with that much alcohol in there, it doesn't, it's not friendly to yeast after they make it. <laughs> so it's kind of like that movie, Multiplicity. It. If you remember yeah. that movie <laughs> with Multiplicity. A copy yes, of a copy. A copy yeah. of the copy of the copy. <laughs> yeah, you got to put some helmets on those after like the fourth batch. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So Yeah, we're always working on that. Mike's got the Skunk Works boys back in the lab working on getting a few more generations out of the yeast. But uh, Yeah, yeah uh, they definitely a, have a lifespan. A battle. Oh, yeah. Definitely. you got to keep a close eye on those yeasts and make sure they're healthy and viable and you have enough of them to do battle when they go into the, into yeah. the situation. So. And we give them a hell of a lot of sugar to, uh, to eat. So. Yeah. Well, in mid-frequency, 7.1%. Yeah. IBA, that's what uh, I, I'm not counting which one I'm on at this point. <laughs> it's but best it's, not it's, to. I don't blame Since you. it's like the first segment, uh, <laughs> we're right? going to have a great show. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. But uh, mid-frequency, 7.1%. Uh, it's yeah, not quite it's, an imperial IPA or a double IPA, and it's a little heavier than a single IPA. It's kind of in that, that middle ground. I call it a session. So, well, session. Session. Clearly a session. <laughs> I mean, if you're brash, it's a session. Right. right. <laughs> right. For the big beers, for the big beers. Now, one time, uh, speaking of going back to temperature and home brewing, uh, I did a lot of brewing on my stove, you know, five oh, gallon, yeah. but I had a, bought a new stove that had a gigantic burner on it, and it would actually cool. get five gallons boiling. Well, like four gallons boiling. Right. Five gallons take a little, but it would get it boiling. So I, I cooked a lot on my stove just because I was in yeah. my house, air conditioned. Is nice. So I made a double IPA and put the lid on it. It got it cooled it down. Did everything I was supposed to. Put the lid. I pitched the yeast. Put the lid on it. Put my airlock on. And it was a uh, not the first double IPA I made, but it was going to be one of the bigger ones that I made. And I left. <clears throat> Came home that night. Good bubbling going through the airlock. I mean, a lot of action going yep. on in there. I'm like, sweet. So I woke up the next morning, and I could hear a humming sound. <laughs> and I'm like, a the humming. hell? A humming, like a whistling, like a whoo, whistling sound. Wow. And I'm like, what is that? Well, it was the airlock had clogged up and blown all the water out and was, you know, just the air going through all the scum and everything in the airlock was whistling. So I'm like, oh, I better fix that. You know, right before I went to work, I cleaned it out. I had another airlock there, so I put it on. Filled it up with water, went to work, and like, I don't know, four hours later, my wife calls me and she's like, John, <laughs> your homebrew just blew up all over the kitchen. And it, <laughs> it, it had clogged up the airlock, and you know, it's a pressurized system. It was right? a bomb, and it just blew up everywhere. <laughs> and but she was she was very nice, and she cleaned it up. And Aww. I went ahead and just went and just put the lid back on. We'll Better see what happens. Yeah. yeah, and it turned out, you know, it wasn't bad. It Got wasn't a bad. Booze in her. Yeah, I, I, we've. I'm going to be honest, our, a couple of the yeasts that we use are extremely uh, active, let's say, uh, like uh, Weinstefan yeast. Our Hefeweizen, uh, our yes. Hefeweizen yeast is extremely active. We have I a mean, bucket inside a bucket inside a trash can. Yeah, that, like and it's still for our blow-off on the fermenter. I mean, it will just spew Krausen and spew Man, so much. One day, one day you need to have like a 6x6 six six 
little kind of one of those little swimming pools, little blow up swimming pools or something, <laughs> and just fill it up and put it in there. We're going beer jacuzzi and right? have that and charge people you know, whatever. Yeah. Man. I'll give you five bucks to hop in there. You can First. hear it. We'll be First. giving people tours at the brewery, and you hear like this, like this hissing gas release. I'm like, someone like, is there a gas valve on? I'm like, no, that's our F fermenting away. Yeah, it's yes. just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, let's go. You got to take a quick break. We get back. We'll talk more with Under the Radar Brewery and we'll actually get into some of the other beers that they're making. Drink of ages. Be right back. start a brewery or distillery or you've been around for years the badass folks at cash branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel cash branding does it all from imprinted glassware coasters koozies tin tackers and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts t-shirts and caps their apparel decorating options are top-notch offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel artwork services and samples are always free why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise keep it local like we do let the badasses at cast branding the official merchandise sponsor of drink of ages kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out castbranding.com All right, Drink of Ages, we're back on. We're here at Drink of Ages Pub. I'm John Denman. DJ Muskratch is hanging out. We're hanging out under the radar and Ed Mike. And, man, so you guys are, yeah, a uh, little over a year into it now. That's right. Yeah. Was it August of last year? That's right. Was, In fact, uh, Hurricane was our, Harvey was our one-year anniversary. Yeah, oh, way to celebrate. Way right? to celebrate. Yes. Thanks, Harvey. Thanks, Harvey. <laughs> Harvey wanted to come say congratulations, guys. Right. Here's hey, thanks. eight feet of water. Give us yes. a big, wet, sloppy kiss. <laughs> yes. Uh, here's, here's some water. Brew some beer. Yeah. We did fill our tanks, though, just in case uh, we had real water shortages and whatnot. And Plus, we're like, well, they won't float away then. Yeah. You know what would have been fun uh, is actually take rainwater from Harvey and brew a beer with it. That would have been a good idea. Wish we would have thought of that. Sorry, I mean, we, we don't want to see it happen again. As our but. brewer is squinching his <laughs> eyes, being like, oh, God, can I reproduce okay, that? Okay, What's okay, okay, okay. Like, uh, 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 maybe rainwater collected in the most sanitary way that I possibly could collect it, but not, like, out of the ditch of Houston streets. I oh, would no, never. no, 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 no. <laughs> That's a dirty it's, ale. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, I'm looking at all the flooding going around, and I'm like, I don't no, want to no, brew with that water. No, no, go out there and start water. scooping five-gallon buckets, <laughs> right? <laughs> Go for it. It all boils out. Yeah, it boils out. <laughs> yeah. Extra flavor. Seasoning, Extra. they call it. Wait, there's a cat in there. <laughs> <laughs> Who scooped up a cat? Oh, my word. And, uh, Houston, man. But, yeah, that was – so did you guys uh, have a party? We, we did. did. We did. It we was, uh, uh, 
I got her my glass supplier to get me those glasses real fast right before, and then all of a sudden we had to delay it, what, two weeks? Yeah. We had a lot of people <laughs> came out, had a real nice time. And it's, it's amazing. It's been over a year, and it's, sometimes it feels like yesterday. Sometimes it feels like 10 years ago, you know? Yeah. So, Depends uh, on how long the day's been, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember uh, starting up and, and doing some – we were just talking offline about a funny story with uh, collecting yeast <laughs> and harvesting the yeast for the first time in our, our, uh, our fermenters that came, and we're – trying to work out the trub that had settled to the bottom of the yeast cone at the very beginning. And we're working that out, and we're trying to work the valve, and we had a, a, a hose that's connected to a bucket, and we're just like, well, we need to dump the first part because, you know, that's what... Mike being an engineer, me being a chemist, we're being, like, uber, uber careful, you know, treating with kid gloves, and we're feathering that valve, and we, we do it. Nothing's coming. Nothing's coming. We open the valve completely... Nothing. Nothing. Mike and I look at each other like, somebody get a stick. Happened? Yeah. <laughs> so, that's, exactly. That's what we were thinking, like something's clogged, man. Yeah. This yeah. is a. This is. There's a lot of crap at the bottom of this. It's not even letting it flow out. And we're like, well, let's add a little bit of pressure. <laughs> that's right. That was our next. That was that's, like, well, we'll get it out with yeah. some pressure. We didn't think ah. the stick idea just mm. yet. We thought we'll apply pressure more we'll pressure to the top, yeah, and then it certainly will come you know, out. Sure. Nobody's seen a volcano <laughs> before, right? <laughs> so, of course, pressure doesn't do much. So then we're like, ah, oh, let's grab the stick. But we grabbed, well, let's be gentle. So we grabbed one of our little cleaning brushes. With, with pressure still in it, Pressure, right? of course. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Pressure's, pressure's going to. Time gonna, to double up a little bit. Yeah, it's Trying gonna, to double up. This will make it go faster. Trust yeah. We'll poke, yes. poke it with a, this brush. It's like Homer Simpson said. There's the right way, the wrong way, and then the max power way. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's like the wrong way, but faster. That was us. Yeah. So. And uh, it was quite a yeast collection experience as... As Ned put it, Ned uh, Ned was the one administering the stick. Uh, yeah. We're pushing, feathering the stick in there a little bit, being real careful. And all of a sudden, I get it to st the trub starts to slowly creep out. I'm like, And we feel like perfect. at this point, we're like, hey, this yes. is a major success. Right. We've been messing around with this for like 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Like, how come yeah. nothing's there coming out? There was a out? problem. We're fixing it. Right? Yeah, problem solved is slowly creeping the out. The trub is slowly creeping out. And we're just on that valve like a little newborn baby, right? And we're on it, and all of a sudden it starts going little, slowly getting faster and faster. We're like, Mike and I are high-fiving each other. We're like, yeah, this is doing great. Next thing you know, it just popped. Within a fraction of a second, that you slurry coated Ned and the wall behind it, leaving an imprint of Ned. Yeah, I mean, it's straight out of Bugs Bunny. There's, there's just like Wiley e. Coyote running through the wall, leaving an impression. <laughs> Literally at the wall behind us looked like you can see my hand, my arms, my legs on the wall. Just this mess of yeast yeah. and trough behind us. Yeah. Uh, and so. you know, any homebrewer knows that there's only a few things that smell better. Oh, <laughs> yeah. A big yeast trough. Oh, man. So that was our learning experience on the larger equipment you know you're a home brewer you see all the yeast in this glass and yeah i mean if you even if you wanted to recollect it you could and you, you're just working here with smaller products and now you're producing beer on a larger scale you've got large pressurized vessels and you think oh i can just collect it this way what can, go, no wrong? what can go wrong what can go wrong <laughs> yeah so we've had a few of those lessons along the uh along the year it's yeah. been uh it's been a good learning curve but a lot of fun you know I wouldn't trade it for anything. No, nah, no, nah, we're still learning. <laughs> but now, now, we, now we both always bring an extra pair of clothes to work, you know, just in yeah, case. Yeah, we do. 
<laughs> we're really glad Mike, we put the shower. Mike just throws that out. I, didn't, I wouldn't trade watching you get exploded with yeast <laughs> or anything. <laughs> it was. It was hilarious. It was pretty good. I mean, as awful as it was, we started laughing immediately. And yeah, it was. I smelled like yeast for a week. Yeah. That does not wash out. No. Yeah. No, probably not. Threw those clothes away. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, a little over a year into it. Now, I mean, you guys are. You've got your normal lineup of beers. You have a couple seasonals out. We had the Raspberry Raspberry Love on up here at Drink of Ages for a little bit. Yep. Delicious yeah. beer. People have been liking that one. Drink. Yeah, yeah. It's almost a sour. You know, it's got that tartness to just, it. Just enough tartness to let you know you're drinking something. But it smells like raspberry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. We're real that happy with really that one. Good. And then we've got uh, our Slam Dunkel that came out was our fall seasonal. It's a uh, Dunkelweizen. Uh, it's kind of our dark counterpart to Radar Love. Uh, so that uh, you have a wonderful. It's got a little bit of a caramely, banana bread yeah, to it from banana the banana bread, caramely flavors. From that half yeast. Yeah. But a little bit uses more malty. the same yeast as our, our Radar Love does, Hefeweizen, because it's a Dunkelweizen. I mean, it's just uh, dark wheat. It's one of those dark German wheat, dark wheat beers. Wheat, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to you go to Oktoberfest uh, beers, and you they say, well, do you want a Helles or do you want a Dunkel? Those are the those are the beers that you'd probably be getting over there. I, I think I heard a statistic that um, Hefeweizens are now 50% of the German breweries' output now. Oh, wow. Like, uh, like they're so popular over there that they're just like hotcakes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. everybody loves them. Well, it's a nice beer. It's a nice style. It's, uh, yeah, it's one know. of those styles, though, honestly, that uh, I've never been a huge fan of. There's only no? a, Yeah, and it's, it's, it's just bananas and cloves and... I'm, just not, I don't know. I mean, it's, when Live Oaks came out, that's one that yeah. that was all the subtle flavors. All the flavors were there, but they were just a little more subtle. And I enjoyed that one a whole lot. But as, uh, you know, like, like no labels. Yeah, they're El Jefe. That's a good one. Yeah, that's El, a nice, everybody loves El yeah. Jefe. And I was like, uh, you know, it's just not for me. Not for me. Well, um, you know, when we brewed ours, we brewed it at Home Brewer Days still. And everyone's like, you should make a Hefeweizen. Make a Hefeweizen. And we're like, uh, none of us have really liked Hefeweizens all that much. We're kind of like you on that. So we kind of did it just to appease people. We're like, fine, but if I'm going to make a Hefeweizen, I'm going to make it my way. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want to feel like I was chewing on my mom's spice cabinet, you know, or, or sucking on one of those potpourri bags where it's just heavy, heavy clove and spice and, and orange peel. It's like I want to drink a beer, not like, you know, this seasoning package. So this goes back to our, our first segment about temperature and everything. We watch the temperature of the fermentation. We use the heft yeast like everyone uses. We really watch that temperature and don't let it go crazy. So it knocks those spices way down and, and smooths it out a lot. And so yeah. we got a lot of people. Yeah, colder, colder fermented Hefeweizens are definitely, definitely oh, yeah. the way in to my go. opinion, yeah. much better than the warmer. Because, yeah, you look at where the guidelines on that. I mean, it's all the way in the 80s, right? Fermenting. Oh, it can be, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's... Yeah, if you want, if you really want those characteristics to come out of that yeast. Yeah, this goes every back to every characteristic going to come out at 80, <laughs> at 80 degrees. Like that first segment, we were starting talking about temperature and everything like that too. When we got that first beer, and we got really pissed about how hungover we got from it, we went back to the drawing boards and really, really dialed back the fermentation temperature of all of our beers. We won't go into the exact temperature we use on our beers, but relatively speaking, it's a couple degrees cooler than most guys would use. And that's to knock out some of those heavy fusel alcohols that give the beer flavor. We make up for that on the on the grain bill. We put a lot of grain in our in our beers 
uh, and pick the yeast just right to give us the flavor back, but we cut out those fusels, so we don't have the hangover problems that you get. And it helps us on the heft to not have such a heavy spice. Yeah, there, there's a lot of them that everybody, you know, it's just, what like I said, just one of those styles that I've never been a very big fan of. And yeah. Yeah, that's fine. There's some great ones made. I can drink one and be like, okay, that one tastes like it's supposed to. That's, that's fantastic. Let's get something else. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. So, yeah, the Hefeweizens is just one of them that's just not, not my cup of beer. Well, you know, and one thing we decided early on is, you know, what makes us different from other breweries, this, that, and the other thing. What do we do? We said, well, we're going to try and make good tasting beer. And so we've never constrained ourselves heavily on the exact style. On, well, if it's a Hefeweizen, you know, it's those German laws of you must do this, 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 and this. We're like, we want a good tasting beer. You know, that's, yeah, it's, it's a Hefeweizen. But we don't even call our radar love a Hefeweizen because it scares off so many people. People come to the brewery every day. And they're like, well, what do you have? And we show them our beers and say, oh, I don't like Hefeweizen. We're like, well, here, try this just, one. Just taste it. This oh, is delicious. Really I like this beer. What is it? They're like, it's a Hefeweizen. It's a Hefeweizen. <laughs> well, kind of like, like I was saying about Live Oaks, yours is, is the same way. You know, yeah. the flavors are much more subtle and more approachable, easy drinking. I've heard ours compared very similarly to Live Oaks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I threw that out there for a reason. In the beginning. <laughs> I appreciate just that. Just circling yes. back. But, uh, man, Mike and I are out of beer, so we need to take a quick break. And we get back, we'll talk more with another Radar Brewery. This is Drink of Ages. Be right back. Smiths of Texas is who we use here at Drink of Ages Pub to help keep our beer the tastiest it can be. Properly clean beer lines is a guaranteed way to make sure the beer tastes like the brewery's intended. If you need someone to service your draft system and keep it in great shape, call my buddies over at Draft Smiths of Texas at 877-505-3789 or look them up at dstexas.com. Find them at dstexas.com. Are you looking to support a locally owned and independent craft brewery this holiday season? If you are, be sure to pick up a six pack of the always rich and cheerful St. Arnold Christmas Ale. It's available in six pack cans and bottles. Also this holiday season, St. Arnold has their Icon Blue Milk Chocolate Stout and a dry hop wit beer called White Noise. Shop small this holiday season and support a locally owned and independent brewery, St. Arnold. We are back from our break, and we're hanging out with Ned and Mike from Under the Radar Brewery over there in Midtown. Uh, badass little spot you guys have over there. And then recently you expanded, and yeah. you got even more dirt around you. 
Uh, yeah. So now you have one hell of a beer garden going on. You know, we uh, constant. Our, our whole motto has been constant upgrades. Trying, you know, we did it. You know, shoestring, not big bucks coming in. Try to make go small, and we looked around at you know Midtown, and nobody in this town in this town has uh, backyards anymore, right? There are all these townhomes that shoot straight up. You've got, you know, just enough room for your dog to go outside, and you know. So we kind of tried to create a backyard atmosphere over there in a feel. So, in fact, just uh, yesterday, we had our neighbors across the street went over and celebrated the feast of uh, Our Lady Guadalupe. And they've been awesome neighbors. And so we had these Mexican dancers over there. Yeah, I saw the, the pictures whole thing. on Facebook. I was like, how yeah. did I miss that? Right? It was really fun. I mean, uh, we want to be uh, that backyard to the Midtown area that they they don't have anymore. And, yeah. And they can come and do their community stuff here at, with us at Under the Radar and, and have fun. I think... Uh, we had a shop local market come up and just pop up in our in our yeah. beer garden, and that was real successful. We're going to have a Christmas market here coming yep. up, I think, on the 16th. Um, so that's going to be real fun. Exactly. Yeah. And then they're going to start doing that monthly now. They had such a good time over there, and the space is really built for, for – we, we put a lot of thought into how we're going to build this space out to make it nice and green and relaxing and um, – But, yeah, come hang, hang out in our backyard is your backyard. Yeah. And drink our beer. And drink right. our beer. And we do have good beer. That's, that's, the, that's the added benefit. I mean, yeah. who doesn't want to hang out in a backyard, a nice backyard, and have beer? And yeah, and we've and we've got food trucks. We've got some food at the brewery, but bring your own food here. I mean, we just ordered payweight, you know, a couple doors down from you, John, and it was great. You're yeah. like, this is perfect. I mean, you know, you could have just eaten one of our delicious hot dogs that we have for free. That's over true. There, that's but right. I'm gonna have one here in a minute. <laughs> Yeah, these uh, these IPAs kind of add up. These mid frequencies really. Uh, yeah, sometimes need a little a little extra bread to soak it up a little bit. Seven point one is on the edge of being uh, sessionable. Yeah, sessionable. Well, you know, this is an hour long radio show, so it's like, yeah, what kind of session do I want to have? Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, some of the other beers. Yeah, you said you talked about Radar Love, your Dirty Blonde. Uh, that's another decent ABV beer that you guys pushed out, like a little bit heavier than most blondes out there. It is uh, in the sixes. Um, I think it's six five, isn't it? Yeah. Six five or six one. I don't remember. Six five is what I actually put down in my little six, short five? notes yes. that I do for this radio it show. Is six five. <laughs> then we, I will uh, trust your number. We it, do get a little heavy-handed with the grain bills on our beers, but uh, you know the thing we did is we wanted to make the beer we wanted to make, you know, and not be constrained so much by different. Well, this should be this or this should be that. We're like. I mean, when, I like we, when we created our recipes homebrewing, we weren't thinking about ABVs. We were thinking, what produces a tasty brew? Yeah. And then we did that, and we said, well, let's scale this up some. And we followed some conventional rules that uh, normal professional brewers use for scaling, and out popped our heavier-handed bills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we make the farmer who collects our uh, spent grains real happy. Yeah. We still got to talk to him. We haven't yet to get a, a steak from him, have we? I know he needs to give us something like a. We gotta have a chat with a him. A small suckling pig or a, a right? calf or something for a for a barbecue. Just a rib roast would be nice. Yeah, right? there you right? go. Yeah, throw, 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 a, throw a lonely brewer a rib roast. Yeah. yeah, I mean we've got the sausage wagon right next door. Yeah, like, we'll, come on, we'll we can find cook, cook it up. It. <laughs> and we now uh, we've now uh, how do you say we borrowed uh, reappropriated the. Uh, um, Reappropriated the uh, the barbecue place oh, from yes. a grand prize. 
Yes. So if y'all used to go to Grand Prize and eat Willow's Barbecue over there, he's set up shop over our place now. So. So yeah, we've got barbecue coming. Yeah. That's man. Yeah. So you're talking about a backyard, backyard barbecue at that point. Backyard barbecue, backyard beer, backyard hangout spot. Yard yeah. darts. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have lawn darts just yet. Then maybe uh, against our insurance policy. Preston's working do. on it though. Preston's he keeps trying, trying, man. We got we got trying. bocce, we got cornhole, we got uh, all sorts of yard games that you can come and play. Um, the the one with the the ladder game, a ladder golf. Oh, is it called ladder, uh, uh, with uh, the, the two golf little balls, balls with, on yeah, the balls oh, we got on that the string? Now? Yeah, whatever we got, that. Yeah. yeah, we got that now. I mean. I don't know. What do and I know? I'm just in charge of the tap room, but I'm like, <laughs> yeah. we got a great staff over hey, there. Hey, I, I found mean, that out yesterday. <laughs> yeah. You know, we got real lucky. You know, you know what it's like, John, having a, having a bar and, and finding, like, the right mix of people. And we've been, Mike and I were just talking earlier today, we've gotten so, like, blessed and lucky with the staff we've put together. You know, on the production side, the delivery side, the sales side. The tap room people, everyone's just really gelling and clicking together. And yeah, if I look at uh, our company growth over when we started, it was just just us, <laughs> and then now we've doubled four or five times in the number of people that are working for yeah. us and helping us out and making this whole thing possible. I mean that that is uh, that makes me the most proud thing. Oh, I mean, most, most yeah, proud yeah. brewer ever. You know, like man, I. I love my brewery. I love my people. I love yeah, my we got, beer. We got great people there. It's a great we got family. Great people. Got great beer. It's like, it's like a family. It's it's come yeah. hang out in our backyard. It's it's the coolest place. Well, one one thing when you have a business is that uh, you know when you get the right people working for you, everybody notices that. That's yeah. right. The people that come in, they, they feel more welcome. They they feel like they're coming home to hang out. You know, it's, right. It just becomes part of the family at that point. Yeah, exactly. It's not easy, and once you start hitting it, clicking it, it really works. Yeah, just watch out for those yeast bombs. Yeah, yeast you know, bombs. it's going to happen time and time. <laughs> it keeps you young, keeps you on your toes, you know. You know, everybody everybody has their yeast bombing moment, you know. <laughs> I mean, I have to say, even when, uh, even a couple times in, harvesting the yeast is a tricky, tricky business, especially um, depending on when you do it and the style of yeast that, you know, which beer it is. You know, I find that the, you know, the Hefeweizen yeast is easier to harvest. It doesn't have as much crud on the bottom you know i mean obviously if you're not harvesting the yeast, like we don't harvest the yeast after we like dry hop on an ipa you'd have to harvest before you dry hop otherwise the yeast cake's all full of hop trub and it's unusable you know to repitch again but uh you still have to clean that out i mean you still got a a hop cone full of hop trub and you're just you're not going to save it or anything but you still got to get it out of there and it it's it's a difficult task sometime <laughs> you know gotta apply a little pressure <laughs> you're being past some founder cvs at the moment oh so. very nice Ooh, very nice thank you very much it's a nice dark brew you can't quite see through the beer john's holding up but there you it go looks delicious that's a good thing about doing a radio show from your park yeah <laughs> you get some extra special presents dropped upon you at times Speaking of dark beers, we were talking about our seasonals coming out. Uh, we're going to be deciding on our winter seasonal here soon. Uh, we have our internal Christmas party, and we're all going to talk about the beers that we loved making over our test batching past few months. Uh, we've made uh, a really good um, uh, Russian Imperial Stout that we really liked. Oh, my we God, had, that is delicious. We had, uh, and so we're, we're, we're thinking about what should we do for our winter seasonal we also have a english mild beer that was very good 
uh, race. We had a Saison that's boozy as all get out for a Saison. Yeah. It was, what, 7 8% alcohol? Yeah. And it was, you drank it, and it was, like, smooth going down. It was like we put a shot of whiskey in it. It was real so nice. So we're thinking about what our next seasonal could be. Uh, yeah, as come I on down and tell us what you think at the brewery. Yeah, come on and uh, let me hear Sample your thoughts. Sample some. And, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Was, uh, when's the meeting? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I was there yesterday for the, uh, the, the, uh, our neighbor's community event, and I tried. Our brewer, JJ, has got a secret tap that he kind of hides new beards on. But if you don't know <laughs> to look, you'll miss it. So I was like, I'll bet JJ's got a tap on. So I tried. I tried the tap with no handle, no nothing. I'm like, I'll bet you he's got something cooking on this one. I popped it open, and it was uh, his Baltic Porter, which was amazing. Broke out the phone right away and started texting him. I'm like, JJ, what the hell did you make? This is amazing. So uh, we do, that's, that's the other thing is we've got JJ has really stepped up as one of our brewers. And he's coming up with new funky stuff all the time. Like, so we've uh, got the five standard beers, the two seasonals. And, uh, and, and then and, and JJ's special. stuff that you want to try and let us know your opinion. Uh, ah, one of the times he took our Hop Rocket and fused it with coconut and, uh, and, and ran our Porter Authority through it as a coconut Porter Authority, yeah. which was insanely good. And I don't even like coconut. I, I, I seriously don't. And it was delicious. Like Coconut is really good to drink. Yeah. And people that like Almond Joy, I think they, they lie. And I think they, they just <laughs> act like they like Almond Joy. See, I, I, I like that. But our bartender tried it, <laughs> and she was like, tell me that it doesn't taste exactly like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Now, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, on the other hand. Right? That, yeah, I can we eat don't that put three it, times a day. We don't put it. Cinnamon doesn't come within a mile of our beer. But I drank it. I'm like, oh, my God, Jen, you're right. It's Cinnamon Toast Crunch, the beer. Yeah. And I was like, now we'll get sued by General Mills. But, <laughs> I mean, it's... Season desist. Right. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a cinnamon toast crunch I don't know what beer. he did to it, but it's delicious. It's delicious. So, the best, best thing to do is um, definitely come out there and go, go to under the radar, go to the brewery, hang out. Yeah, look for some... We, I mean, it's Texas winter, so there's going to be a ton of beautiful days out there. Go oh, sit yeah. out there in the backyard, eat some barbecue... Play some games and drink some under the radar beers. We got heaters outside, keeping nice and toasty. And yeah. the, the booze has got the beer's got enough booze in it that it'll keep yeah, it a little, bit, a little bit of antifreeze. <laughs> a little that's bit right. of antifreeze. Yeah, that's, that's, right. What, that's what you need. <laughs> so man, appreciate you guys coming and hanging out, man. Always. Hey John, thanks for having us. Congratulations, yeah, man. You got the first year under the belt. So now it's just just keep on keeping on, man, making some good beers. Like this mid frequency IPA <laughs> that I'm drinking. <laughs> Cheers, well, it is Cheers. really good. All right, Ned and Mike, man, appreciate you guys. Thanks for coming and hanging out. Uh, website, Absolutely. yeah, Under the Radar. What is it? Underthereradarbrewery.com. Brewery.com. That's and we yeah. just upgraded it. It's no longer like what a guy in his underwear made, and which was I mine. Actually, yes, we just, just upgraded it. Right? Yes. Isn't it professional Yeah, now? there's things that spin around when you oh, yeah. go over them. There's I know. some pictures of you guys on there. There's some, a, we're in, we're well into the 2000s right now. Yeah, yes, y'all, y'all are getting caught up, man. You're <laughs> like 2007 you. at this point. <laughs> I mean, at least. Absolutely. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> hey, you guys want to be under the radar. <laughs> uh, yeah, just keep on cruising like that. Absolutely, you yeah. can go on. There's a calendar section on there that um, that you can actually download to your phone. That will tell you all the events we got going. We got stuff going on almost every day at the brewery. We stuff we put on out in the community. If we're if we're going out to a bar, that a pint night, we put that on there. So 
good way to follow on everything that's happening. But yeah, that's right. highly, if you, if you haven't been over there and check them out, then uh, you know one of these weekends coming up, man. Definitely, when your family's in town, load them up and go over to Under the Radar and hang out over there. It's a it's a badass little spot, making some really good beers. So, thank you guys for stopping in. Appreciate hey, we it. appreciate it. All right, when we get back, we're gonna have We Were Wolves hanging out talking badass music. You've been listening through to. Through the whole show. That's not the mid-frequency IPA talking, but (laughs) yes, they will be here. It will be your new favorite band. with no label here drinking this delicious Elda M milk stout over at Drink of Ages pub. You're going to find it at Drink of Ages as well as many of your retail establishments around the city. It's a tasty milk stout coming in just over 6%. Nice roasty malt flavor, uh, dark chocolate notes, and uh, vanilla is rounding it off at the end. Super tasty. Uh, find it at many of your retail establishments and on tap around the city. Cheers, guys. Hey, guys, what's going on? This is Ryan with Nola Brewing. Blessed are the thirsty, and Back Pew Brewing has the answer. Their Saints and Sinners lineup is full of badass beers like Blue Testament, Seder Swill, Ninth Circle, and their new Pale Ale, Evil Doer. Tap Ruben is open Saturday, noon to 5 p.m., with lots of badass beers, outdoor games, and frisbee golf. Food trucks are on site, ready for you to just snack it up. Find the Back Pew Brews in stores and in all good drinking places. Cheers. We are back, and now we're hanging out with We Were Wolves, one of the badass bands here, and yeah, the Houston, not only the Houston area, man. This is this is one of the bands that you know I talk about a whole lot. You see me in public, people always say, "Hey, man, what, what kind of bands? What's what's what kind of music should I be listening to?" And it's like, man, you need to check out We Were Wolves, and that's the music you've been listening to during the breaks of the show. Oh, and right if you're fortunate enough out. to be here at Drink of Ages Pub, then you're going to hear some acoustic stuff. And I'm, I'm excited to hear that because uh, you guys don't do acoustic no. at no, all. Really. You no. guys plug in and y'all are loud and yes. you make some really kick-ass music. That's yeah. the way we make it work. Well, Zach's really loud, so we have to be loud to yeah. compete with Yeah, you Zach. have to compete yeah. with the drums, right? right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we had a band here one time. I'm not going to name any names, but the drummer was one speed. And if you've ever been to Drink of Ages Pub, you know it's a little small place, right? But he has one one speed, one tone, yes. and trying to make it uh, you know balanced in here. Muskratch had it so loud. It was so it was great when you're in here, man. You're right. like, oh man, this is like a show the way shows are supposed to be. But then when you walked outside, I was a little nervous. Ah, yeah. yeah. It was pretty loud. <laughs> we play clubs like that quite often where we're like, I don't know how this is going to work out. Yeah, you know? We are going to get arrested. Yeah. Before beer. I don't know. Yeah. 
Hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Knock on it. It would. Yeah. Or whatever those, would. these tables are made out of. Yeah. You heard it here. <laughs> well, 2016, Houston Press, best heavy angry band, yeah. which eh, you guys aren't angry. Nah, I wouldn't say so. You guys Lots are pretty happy. Lots of management. Yeah. yeah. I'd say um, we're pretty. Yeah. I don't know. The angry part, I think maybe they were... I don't I think know. They're trying to come up with like an yeah. idea of what heavy right. metal right. or something because yeah. you guys aren't metal at all. No, but, right, yeah. Uh, you guys are straight rock. I think just because like we are a loud band that plays rock and roll aggressively, uh, I think that people just assume that we're metal, you know, without even like fully listening to it or whatever. Yeah. But it's fine. I mean, we don't mind being like lumped in with that. It's you know, yeah. if you like our music, you like our music. Cool, metal sweet. And, yeah, <laughs> and I mean, I think like yeah, and as far as I mean, we like a lot of metal bands. Uh, <laughs> it works out, but. Uh, I, I wouldn't say angry. You know what I mean? Not really yeah. angry about much. <laughs> angry. Is there um, a metal? Maybe somebody should start a metal band that just sings like happy thoughts. That'd be cool. Yeah, that like, probably that has to exist that has somehow. To, yeah. yeah. I drank a beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. Yeah, yeah, that actually yeah, sounds like the Green Boots. Definitely. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean. I love that you just censored yourself after you cussed twice. <laughs> ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. can we cuss awesome. on this, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Muskrat will make it uh, not happen okay. once, it, once it happens. All right, all right. So, yeah, I'm really <laughs> bad about doing that. Um, no, yeah. I think the, the the last times that you the last time you guys were on the show was the release of the last album. And I think we were over at News Nine Two in the studios there. Oh yeah, yes. it's still there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, or yeah, was it there? Or was it at that uh, like the firehouse saloon? Oh, it was the oh, firehouse? Oh yeah, it was, it was firehouse. firehouse. Yeah, we were yeah. yeah. show like on the stage is, thing. This How? is the, fir- the fourth time we've been here. Yeah, or the third time. Fourth. Uh, I think there was two be. in that large building. All right, so two in two in the studio. One in the bar. One, one in the firehouse. One I forgot about. F- I, I often forget here. about firehouse because yeah. that, the whole time period is such a blur. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you working at a bar was a blur. Weird. Uh, oh, I know yeah. it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it was also we played a full set that night. This like they had a whole yes. rig. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. At Firehouse. Yeah. yeah. Firehouse still, man, is one of my favorite, one of the best places That's for cool sound. Bar. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it sounded yeah, good whenever we sounded, played. Sounded sounds fantastic. Which it usually does. We, yeah, we just thought that was because of us. So. <laughs> <laughs> it usually sounds good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. So you guys just released the your latest album called Empty Plans, right? Which is what's actually playing in the yeah. pub right now. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, people are leaving. People are leaving. <laughs> people are slowly lock the door, Muskratch. Lock the door. But no, man, it's uh, no. You guys came up with another just really kick-ass album. I mean, oh, thank it you, man. Just, thank you. It's such a kind of like, hard to describe now and what kind of sound it is, but. <laughs> Uh, when I was talking to Under the Radar guys, uh, I was talking to Mike, and I was like, man, no, this is one of, one of the best bands. Not just Houston. They should be on the radio. They should be you know, playing. He's like, well, what do they sound like? And I was like, well, you know, if you take Butthole Surfers and Foo Fighters and made a baby that was really cool. <laughs> All right. I'm cool with that. I'm all right with that. It'd be somewhere in that, in that range. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I like that. All right, cool, man. I'm glad yeah, you guys. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I like <laughs> that. No, I mean it's it's hard to uh, it's it's hard to just try to like uh, to say what you know a band sounds like these days. There's so many descriptive terms, but with this record, we kind of uh, we kind of tried to do what uh, the opposite of what we normally would do, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I wouldn't say the opposite of what you normally would do because the last album was really good too. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. So, thank you, thank you. It's not like you mean, like, all right, that last album, guys. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do something completely different. Right. Well, I wouldn't say like that, but like the last record that we did, we went and we like did it all in like two weeks or a week, a week and a half or something, two weeks together, all like in the same, we traveled in a town, we're in the same city and sat there in the same room together all at the same time doing the whole thing. And then this time, we kind of had to spread it out a little more due to scheduling and, you know, shows. And we went up there and tracked all of the basic, uh, you know, like... Uh, like everybody. Uh, yeah, everything tracks. And then went up and put all of the overdubs of all of the other vocals and guitars and extra percussion and whatnot. Um, and then the dude that we did it with, with this guy from... Uh, a buddy from ours from Beaumont who now lives in Austin. He's in a band called Ringo Death Star. His name's Elliot. Uh, and, uh, you know, we experimented quite a bit with him. Um, so... Uh, it was a kind of a little different process for us. Yeah, it was definitely different, but it was, it was cool. good though. Yeah. yeah, you want to have different. Yeah. yeah, that's why we chose to do that. Was like we don't want to have the same. It's easy to fall into like a yeah. circle of life when you're making a record, you know. I, I just yeah. I've said it like many times, and probably the last time. I mean, it's just it's amazing that you know that the creative people can find a time to stop being creative and just call this album done. Yeah. It, no, it's just there's we don't have any more time to do that. We we need to put something out. Stop pushing that button. Stop doing that. Hey, well, cut, put that down. It's the, it's very much like like the kid in the toy store like okay, it's it's you've had enough time. Just put it down like, you know, go time to go home. No more. Put no it more. Down. Put, it down. put it down, guys. <laughs> Cuz we'll keep playing with it. We will do that. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. But it's also it's also in today's age, you have to you have to put out content constantly. Mm-hmm. If you're not like, you know, you can't. You, back in the day, you could put out a record every like a, you know three years. Never put out full records, yeah, but every two years. But if you're not like putting out stuff twenty four seven, then it's it's uh, it's hard. And like this record took us two years to put out. You yeah, know, it's only five songs. And it wasn't like we wanted to wait. We were. Had other things in the background that was that were was holding it back, um, but uh, once we wanted to just release it almost immediately, you know, and that's how I think we're gonna hopefully start doing stuff from here on out. Right. It just puts stuff out, and then if something happens with it, then something happens with it. But uh, the world at your fingertips on the internet, you can just you don't have to wait for anything, you know. Distribution is like immediate now on SoundCloud or iTunes, whatever. Oh yeah, I mean like as we're waiting for this album to come out, like you know we're still back here like writing more music you know so we're getting excited about this new music that we're writing but we still have this record that we have to put out now to be you know? even more excited about that right now <laughs> right right. Yes. Yeah. right yeah you're like all right we already did that it's like oh, you wait, haven't heard no. that yet oh, <laughs> yeah. oh darn it oh yeah by the way here you go yes yeah yeah well i mean that's what's cool man empty empty plans um i got and it's because it's a bunch of under the radar has made this show possible tonight. Ah. Uh, Thank so you, Under the Radar. I need to get an the Under the Frequency radar IPA. What do they have up here? It is number two on the board. Number two, their one. mid-frequency IPA. I'll get us all some of these as soon as we are done. Sweet. Awesome. Nice. Yes. awesome. But, no, man, that's, uh, you guys made just another just like really kick-ass just album. Thank and you. And one that that's just... Uh, I mean, you guys, you guys sound terrific, man. I mean, you guys, you guys play, it, you guys play like rock music that isn't played that much anymore. Yeah, you got to play what you want to hear. That way, you hear more of what you want to hear, and you contribute to it. You know, like it's 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 hard whenever you're walking around and you hear all this stuff that you're like, I have no idea, no reference with this. 
but you still like put that into your filter and put it into your own stuff. So like we'll always doesn't matter what we play, it doesn't matter how we play it, it'll always end up being this. It'll always end up being this kind of rock and roll thing. Like it's hard to genre stuff anymore because there's so much, but it all ends up being whatever it is you started doing pretty much. I don't know. I, that might be the wrong way to say that, but <laughs> Or the right way to say it. Or the right yeah. way, yeah. yeah. Or the right way. Wrong. Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I know that uh, you can find this. You, you can get this new album online at all your normal places. Uh, Bandcamp is Bandcamp. one. You can purchase it directly. Yep. Yeah. Right yeah, there yeah, off yeah. Bandcamp. Go straight to our pockets, baby. Yeah. yeah that, that is one of the there best places yeah. as a band, right? Oh, one yeah, of the I best mean, places if, yeah. to no, totally. yeah. purchase yeah. the album. If you want to pay for our subways tomorrow, uh, you know, hit, hit, hit the Bandcamp. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's available on Google and iTunes and Spotify and YouTube yep. and all of that that kind of stuff, man. Uh, it's there. Um, we were wolves. TX.com is a website. Yes. And yes. that link will take you to Bandcamp and yeah, you know, listen to Everything some of this music. When is this going up? Music. Friday. Friday. Okay, cool. So on the 17th of December, we'll be at Walters as well, downtown. Um, so. Keep that up. With our yeah. buddies in Warlung, right? That's that one. Walters, Walters is a hell of a spot to go play. Yeah, man, it's awesome. So we were playing, we played shows there when it was uh, on Washington back in the day. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Back yeah. in the day. Yeah, that back, was fun. Yeah, yeah. That's where we met one of our, the guy that we shared a jam room with, the guys from Knights of the Fire Kingdom. I'm not sure if y'all know them. Uh, they're a great band, but we share a room with them. And we met those dudes, or one of those guys. Oh, yeah, at Walters. Yeah, at Walters. Years ago, oh, the door, about dude. That. Nice. Yeah, years ago. Geo Wheel West. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, Geo Wheel. <laughs> yeah. Yes. How do you spell yeah. it? Well, it's hard. Uh, it is. It's not normal, Jeff. It's, right, yeah. There's weird, an O, Jeff. there's an E, there's like four Fs. Yeah. There's all, like, uh, all the vowels are, are uh, in the, yeah. There, there may even be an I in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. but. Yeah, Nice of the Fire Kingdom uh, is another kick-ass band, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Good yeah, little plug great. for them. But, yeah, the old Walters on Washington, man. It wasn't, honestly, where you watch the show, it wasn't much bigger than Dream of Ages. And no, yeah. No, it was, I, I watched oh, so yeah, many yeah. fantastic bands in that place. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy, the bands that you, like, that's the one thing. So the town that we're from, no one really goes through that town, right? Like, it's, it's very rare that, like, uh, bands will go through on tour and stop there. Now it's kind of changing. Which is Beaumont, by Beaumont, the way. Beaumont, right, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. Hello, so Beaumont. So Beaumont, now it's kind of changing. There's some people there that are doing really rad, bringing in awesome bands. But whenever we were coming up, there was not really, that wasn't a thing. When we moved to Houston, though, and we would come to Houston, you could go to, like, Walters in a small-ass room and see... Uh, you know, trail of dead right in front of your face, yeah, yeah. four feet away. You know? I don't know how many times I saw the queers. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, Walters. Yeah. Or like at Rudyard's, you see like Valiant Thor, you know what I mean? Just like right there, you know? That's, that was one of the it's reasons crazy. I was excited whenever we were like, hey, we're going to, you know, move to Houston. I was like, sweet. I always have to drive there. For, yeah. You know, so. Or, you know, like Dream of Ages Pub, you get to watch We Were Wolves. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I'm talking it's, about. It's an amazing Whoa. scene here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, appreciate you guys coming hey. by, hanging yeah, thank out. Thank you for having us, man. Yeah, too. let's. Uh, uh, yeah, most of us are out of beer, so I'll we gotta, finish mine. <laughs> yeah, call this good. But um, thank you guys. We were wolves. Tx Look for their new album. Find it on Bandcamp. Download it, and man, it'll be your new favorite band. I guarantee it. Yeah, yep. Yeah. All right, Vegas. Also, want to thank Under the Radar Brewery for coming and hanging out. Ned and Mike were here. Uh, good conversations. 
Lots of good beers. And if you want to listen to any of the old shows sponsored by Buffalo Valley Brewing Company, I'm just going to muskrat. I'm sorry, man. I'm just going to ruin the whole rest of the show. But if you want to listen to any of the old shows sponsored by Buffalo Valley Brewing Company, you can go to iTunes or drinkofages.com. Listen to that. This show was sponsored by St. Arnold Brewing Company's Christmas L. It is that season. Uh, get out there and get some delicious beer. And everybody be safe. We'll talk to you guys next week. Time to end this show.